listeners, this is urgent news. It's come to my attention that last week, last fortnight on the Nerd and Geek podcast, I, Scott P. Hunter, was ruthlessly censored. No, no, we're not doing this. Cal Doughty. (laughs) We're not doing this. I won't. I'm cutting this out. Legally. He's, he won't let me say what for. He's got me under an iron contract, <laughs> listeners. But with your help, I think we can get the real cut of episode 27 to air. Demand of a hunter cut. You don't want it to air. I, I, I need I you cut. to take out a billboard on the M25 that says demand of a hunter cut. Look, in editing, some things are cut for and a reason. never stop demanding <laughs> until the studio, which is cow, caves... <laughs> I'm not gonna cave. That's never. <laughs> that stuff's never seen the light of day. That 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 cut there. I might have already deleted it. I can't remember. You might have already, I've got my original audio track, mate. <laughs> you just you just upload your audio. I'll side. just release it. Yeah, uncut. <laughs> just just you speaking to no one. <laughs> How are you, Scott? Yeah, I'm really well. I'm a bit stressed for work, but less said about that the better. We're not going to talk about your, to be talking. your. No, work I don't want to talk about work. We're going to avoid it. But I had we we realised. We both had our respective work Christmas parties last night. We did. Uh, by, um, work, by that work, I mean the temp place I work at, not the PhD, which I do full time. This is the Nerd Under Geek podcast with me, Kalauti, and everybody's friend, Scott Hunter. Hi. Uh, we're going to be talking about Christmas parties. Uh, I think we probably did it last year. It's the time of year where no games are coming out and also no, um, no news is coming out either. Yeah, so it's, it's really slow news week. It's <laughs> sick. If one of us is ill, it's sick. <laughs> sleepy winter podcast yeah i am i'm am, i'm ill uh i pushed through the illness to do the party last night and i think it's ultimately made me feel a bit worse you know we we make do don't we we we, we carry on scott how was your christmas party was it, it, it's, it involved? it's better than last year's i'll tell you i'll say that yeah your last uh, year's one was wasn't that just like going out uh, for pizza or something no but, no that was so the, Oh, that's a summer party. Chart, yeah, let me chart parties. Okay, the best party cool. was one where we just went down to. Um, it was a Spitalfields City Farm in London, and it was just a bunch of you know a bunch of pizzas they ordered. It was just uh, no, obviously nice weather. It's the summer. A bunch of beer in ice buckets, some cocktails, and you just you know get as much drink as you want, eat some pizza, hang out. That was really good. The Christmas party last year was uh, they put it <laughs> they put it in some fancy um, kind of bar. I think it was like a hotel bar, maybe. But okay. the thing is, the food was very minimal. And also, uh, the, the bar was too small to handle the volume of drink orders. So you couldn't get served the drink fast enough. That was, you know, and literally couldn't even get slightly tipsy. Because by the time I could <laughs> order my next drink, like I'd already processed <laughs> The, the, trick there, the, no, the trick there is to get a bunch of drinks at once, yeah. and then you uh, get anyway, to drink them one after the other. Anyway, so, so, much here, for, I don't drink. so much for last year. This year was better, because they booked just like a pub in uh, in Camden, London, and um, it was good, because they had, um, you know, just, again, beer in buckets. You had to like drinks vouchers for a bar as well, if you want a cocktail, but they had, you know, beer in ice buckets, loads of food this time. They over-catered this time. I, say, I saw I, your picture of some you saw you saw stuff. my picture of the, of the empty yeah just they went in for some reason um, they went in hard on sausage and mash as, uh, <laughs> it was like it had cranberry on top so I guess it was slightly Christmassy but like it was sausage and mash which I've got to say is not what I want on like a night out 
<laughs> no, yeah. it's such, it's a, such nice, an a nice heavy bowl of mash. <laughs> <laughs> what so, are they? Why that? Like, also, I don't know. does cranberry go with sausage and mash? Yeah, I mean, it's like pigs in blankets, like cranberry sauce. That's Christmassy. Uh, they so. had other food there. Some good. They had a very good uh, vegan kind of um, bruschetta style thing. Uh, that okay. was really good. And they had um, had some chicken. Had some chicken wings. They had some calamari. Those were good, but for some reason, by far, they went in hardest on sausage and mash. I, I don't know. There was so much uneaten mash. <laughs> English food. Sausage and mash is an English dish, right? Uh, probably, I'm pretty yeah. sure it is. What is it with us and like our foods is just putting two things together and be like, that's a meal. <laughs> there we well, go. You mean you've like got, pie and you've mash? Got, you've got your sausages. You've got Fish your potatoes. Put them together. Sausage yep. and mash. English meal. Yeah, it's a full meal right there. Whereas you've got Don't other, like, other countries those... have like actual like in-depth yeah. multi-like stage meals. We've just got sausages, which we're making anyway, and then just just <laughs> mash some potatoes together. Mm. Maybe a bit of gravy. Don't wait, give wait, me any peas was... on the side, Mum. It's not traditional. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait, was there no gravy or anything with that? Uh, no, it was just so, uh, cranberry sauce. Other than the cranberry sauce, the mash was. Dry? Dry, it was dry mash. Which, that's, you know, they, had, so a, they had a dance floor. They, had a, they actually had a decent band. They put a decent band on, I thought. Uh, okay. They were like a cover band. I think it was someone's um, someone's boyfriend's dad or something had his own right. band. But they were right. actually pretty pretty fun. Um, it reminds it, me of um, that guy from school whose dad was a school disco DJ. <laughs> uh, and he'd go along with that. And mm. I just I so desperately wanted to see it. Uh, yeah, um, so yeah, so we're all dancing, and when you're dancing, one thing you don't want is a nice heavy bowl of mash. <laughs> Wait, you're you holding dan- the were you holding the bowl of mash? I while was you were not dancing? holding a bowl of mash while dancing. <laughs> I know so <laughs> many people a did not go. Now and then. I got it's okay. So I basically was, uh, I think people and other people as well were just kind of roaming. You know, when you were down getting a drink or something, you just like pick a sausage off the top, just have like <laughs> Wait, a rogue sausage, and then leave the mash on its own. Yeah, you I don't want to eat all that monster. Mash. You what? What a, what a monster! So someone comes along, says, "Oh, I really want some sausage and mash." Oh, it's just mash. <laughs> some people are sick from too much drink at parties. I'm sick from too much mash. <laughs> Blooming heck! You're a bad person. I am a bad person. It's true. Imagine, imagine being sick from too much mash, and your vomit is just like as thick as mash. Oh uh, God! <laughs> Don't tell me that he's had too much mash. I'll say. <laughs> Don't worry, mash Bouncer, boy, you just mash had a bit too boy, much. How long did it go on for? The bouncer comes up and is like, I can't, I can't give you any more mash, mate. <laughs> you've had Sorry. too much. Sorry, mate, you've had too much. We're cutting you off. Uh, it went on, so I, it started at five. We finished what? work at five. No, uh, we, we had a little, we had a little drink and a quiz in the office first, but we got there about six. So it started at six. I stayed until about 11. Okay. Uh, they'd booked the place until 2 a.m., so I don't Whoa. know how many people stayed. I was not up for a seven-hour party, though. So how, how long was the sausage and mash served for? I mean, I think they brought it out about <laughs> 7, 30, 8 o'clock. <laughs> wow. So, so, yeah, it was right as like the band got going as well. <laughs> so really poorly. And I felt so sorry for the poor waitresses because they were coming in with these massive trays of sausage and mash and they had to find like tables to put it down on and all the other sausage and mash they brought out hadn't been touched. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't... 
Just keep I, sending more through. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know through. why they decided to go in, especially as like it's a party. You kind of want finger. Right, we had finger foods earlier. We had like the bruschetta bits, chicken wings, calamari, stuff like that. But you know, it's in a bowl. It's not a finger food. You can't no. pick up one and then go and have a dance. No, You've got you to can't. sit down with your mash while everyone else is having fun. <laughs> and that doesn't feel good. For me, it would do. I, I very much want to be the person in the middle of the party. Everyone's dancing around me. I'm just tucking into like a three-course meal or something. <laughs> <laughs> just on my own. Yeah. Anyway, the g- dream. good effort from, from my employer. I say second best party we had. Wait, um, the first best one was the... Summer 2018. Okay. Yeah. Then this. Then summer 2019 was okay. And then... <laughs> summer 2019 was the pizza one. Uh, no, that was that was twenty eighteen. Okay. I don't okay. know why I'm mapping out in such great detail the work parties I've had. And I'm glad I'm glad you're doing so. Will well, you have, a, have you got will nothing you have else to talk one? about? No video games out this week. <laughs> exactly. Welcome to Mashcast. <laughs> your what are your favourite bangers and mash experiences? Yeah. Where have you eaten mash that was inappropriate to do so? Let <laughs> us know. Why not write in? And next up we have the history of mashed potato. Scott what do you think mashed potatoes started as? Uh, well, um, obviously, potatoes are a new world uh, vegetable. So mm. they started, you know, obviously, the, the Native Americans had them before we ever did. Uh, is that true? Yeah. It is, so potatoes are native to um, North America. Of course, uh, we uh, would bring it over and turn them into, into a British mash. Thing. Yeah, I don't know um, if they're in South America as well, but they're native to the, the American continents. Uh, as far, so, yeah. Um, I don't know uh, if the Native Americans mashed them because I'm very ignorant like that. Um, <laughs> Could so. you imagine a bit of buffalo and some mashed potato? <laughs> Are you saying we stole sausage and mash from the Native Americans? <laughs> Definitely I'm a not, mash bit we did. I'm not saying we didn't do that, <laughs> but I've heard to imagine that we did. It's just like we stole every other British tradition. Yeah. So, yeah, really, like everything, we stole it. <laughs> yeah. My party uh, was at a big fancy hotel. Uh, it started about 7, 7.30. Food wasn't served until quarter past eight. And by that point, I was starving. Because yeah. I hadn't eaten since like lunchtime, 12 o'clock that day. And I was... Oh, it's such a late time to serve food. Um, it was pretty good. There was a band. It was pretty good. There was a DJ who was... Okay, I had an issue with the DJ. I like to mm-hmm. dance. And a requirement for my dancing ability, I've got I've got perfect rhythm, so <laughs> yeah. I I I actually do, and so I need a consistent beat or something to dance to, which is good good in most songs. Like even if the beat stops or something in most songs, I can work it out and I can figure out I could dance to it. This DJ would do like remixes where suddenly he'd like speed the song up a little bit at times and slow it back down, and then the song would come to end and start mashing it up into the next song, but without without like a consistent beat. And it just made it impossible to consistently dance to. So there was a number of times where I was just having to pause, like, just trying to figure the next song out. And, ah, uh, bad DJ. He was, he's not, come on, mate, you're not at the Warehouse Project now. Come on. <laughs> you're, you're at Christmas do. Like, just play only, the right? songs, mm. one song after the other, and we'll all have a good time. You know, <laughs> you don't need, to, don't need to do some fancy shit where you're mixing it all up together and things. No one wants that. Just play the cha-cha slide and the grease medley and we'll all sing <laughs> along. 
We'll all do our little oh, one dance. Thing about what was happening at my party is um, they had they had TV screens in this bar, and they had it wasn't no sound coming out of them, but they did have. Um, they were playing MTV, and it was a list of uh, top fifty should have been Christmas number ones. Amazing, and, and we we got we got quite into it in the end because we wanted to know like what I, I said deliberately to look at number one. I wanted to know what number one should have been. What was number one? What num- what uh, number, number one? one I didn't know this wasn't a Christmas number one. It was Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. Was it not a Christmas number one? Apparently not. Wow. But also, we initially misread this uh, to be should have been Christmas number fifteens, which I think is a more interesting. <laughs> you, I think we should assemble our list of what should have been Christmas number fifteen. My, we'll get to that. We'll get to um, Christmas songs in a second. I'm just going to finish off my little, my little Christmas do thing. The food for mine. Um, I'm not sure yeah. what the meat options were. I'm pretty sure they were like. Uh, like uh, it was like it was like a German it was like a German market thing, and so they were like they were like they're like hot dogs with like sides and like so obviously I didn't eat those. Um, I had I had cheesy potatoes. Mm-hmm. I had some pizza. Like yeah. they, they, they brought like a German type pizza. Uh, there were waff, hot waffles with caramel sauce and cream. Um, and and also giant pretzels being brought around. And that's a lot of food. It was really good, like really good food mm. as well. Um, no bangers and mash here. <laughs> it was all it was all food that you could realistically. Mm. Eat and then go dancing and things. You can just go yeah. up and get some more as and when you want it. Yeah. Well, the food um, was good at this place. I was I was questioned their commitment to mash. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also drank a Red Bull and two bottles of Coke and felt very sick towards the end of the night because mm. all of that mixed together in my stomach, me dancing around, mat, like mixing mixing all around, it made me feel my stomach really mm. hurt towards. The I end didn't of the night. even drink very much. Oh, really? that surprises I've me. I've had a few beers, yeah. Yeah, well, I, didn't, I just... I, um, I was a bit reticent to do so. I just couldn't be bothered. Look, know, Scott, I had all this the, smash in front of me. The important part of any night out with you is that on a taxi home, we, we're all singing There's a Tavern in the Town. <laughs> as you... I get very entertainingly drunk for your yeah, amusement. Yeah, exactly. Oh, taxi right. home, you're just leaning your head out the window going, Oh, I've made a mistake. <laughs> that, happened, that was my 18th birthday. It happened once. Uh, it happens. In my head, it happens every time you go out. Maybe um, a few times. <laughs> I was hanging out that with a friend of mine. That was ten years ago. Yes, ten it was. That's, that's too I, long I ago. I turned twenty-eight. Jesus, that's wow. Time, time's arrow marches onwards. <laughs> um, Time rolls over the hills like a thousand galloping horses. <laughs> Listen, if you're not, if you're sitting there at home and you're saying, "I'm not interested in their life," <laughs> tune, tune out now for this one because honestly. It's Christmas and no games come out at Christmas. Yeah. <clears throat> so we are going to talk about Christmas parties and things going on in our lives. Me and my friend crashed another event at the hotel we were at, they were at. So there's a number of events going on that night. Like I think we had the biggest room, but there are other events going on. And around around, around half 11, so like quite late, we just sort of went walk, walking around and there was this other like disco thing going on and it seemed pretty dead there wasn't many people in there so we thought oh, i'll just go go in there and have a little dance and, and stuff so we go into there and i think it was a wedding reception um okay and, and wedding receptions tend to die down around this time you know people tend to go home around 11 ish uh, wedding receptions it doesn't tend to go on like too late and there certainly weren't many people in there so we're having a dance at a disco and a woman just comes up to us and goes excuse me this is a private <laughs> event and i was just like 
oh man, we've been caught out. And I just went, oh shit, sorry. I thought it was a disco. Um, and then we just we just left. But I've managed to successfully tick off, crashed a wedding <laughs> reception, and got kicked out of a wedding reception in one night. Nice. Uh, maybe that makes me a jerk. I don't know. But we didn't we didn't hurt anyone. Just, yeah. Did just... you did you take any of the food or the no nope, nothing? We literally you just went in and danced for like about a minute and then left when they told okay. us to. You didn't cost them anything off. apart from precious memories. It's fine. Now they also get to have the thing like, remember when that dapper gentleman came in and danced with his friend? That was weird, wasn't it? Then we had to ask him to leave. Dapper, what um, were you wearing? I was wearing a, a grey jacket, like a grey um, suit jacket, a white shirt, uh, black skinny jeans, and some nice new shoes yeah, I bought. Damn. I'll tell yeah, you a, a real Scott good, Hunter moment. Pretty good outfit. Um, a very, uh, I was wearing a yellow jumper, right? And I was yellow, okay. yeah, comfortable yellow Opposite jumper. to me. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like, ca- it was like casual. It, we're, we're very casual at this place. And also, it was like a casual Christmas party. Um, com- good compared to last year. Last year, they were like, dress up. And yeah. I hate that. Um, so <laughs> I like it. Know, I'm wearing a yellow jumper. And um, first thing gets served is bruschetta thing with these little with cherry tomatoes on them. And first, first thing that happens... Pick up my first one. Uh, little tomato drops off onto my jumper. I've got for for the rest of the night a big red stain. <laughs> God, this is classic Scott Hunter. That's classic me. That would definitely happen. Yeah, I didn't get any food down me, which I was yeah. very impressed with. Mm. I usually do. <clears throat> and this time, nope, nothing on my white shirt, nothing on my nice jacket. Everything's all good. What are your Christmas plans, Cal? My Christmas plans. Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we've got the Christmas tree up now. We're, me and my girlfriend are spending Christmas uh, in our flat with the cat. Um, so that'd be nice. I'm working Christmas Eve and then also on the 27th, but then I have the rest of the time off until the new year. So I'm going for like five days off of that. I could have had, the, like- Christ- I could have had the time off of the Christmas period specifically, mm. but other people in my team wanted it and we need like two people in over that period as well. So I thought... As a, as a good team leader, as the best team leader, you might say, <laughs> I'll take the time and work and do the work. And have a, have a time and, off in January. And let them have the time off. And I'll, I'll, I'll have the time off in January when, well, towards the end of December when no one else wanted the time off. You know, I'm a, I'm a good guy like that. Even though I love my Christmas off, I thought I'll, I'll do mm-hmm. that. My Christmas okay. plan, because um, my girlfriend goes, my girlfriend uh, goes down could... south. Um, after Christmas uh, to see her family and I won't I need to look after the cat uh, so I'm going to spend that time playing the original Nier for PS3 which I've managed to get a copy of and I've never played it and Nier Automata is one of my favourite games of all time so I'm, I'm going to have some dedicated time off work to just play this the, the prequel not prequel the, the, the first game to one of my favourite games of all time does that does that sentence make sense? what yeah, would you call it? To me. what would you call it? like it's what? not a prequel because it's, it's, it's not. Fir- like, it's a first entry in the series. It's not. That's the thing. It's also not. Uh, okay. So, so near is the sequel to to the um, fifth ending of the game Drakengard. Uh, right. So there, there's in Drakengard. There's a bunch of optional endings, and near is the sequel to the fifth one, I think. And then near Automata is the sequel to Nier's third ending, or something. I don't know. It's a bunch of really weird shit, and I'm really Cal, into it. You, you've talked about a video game. You bored me. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> I've ruined it. That's my that's my Christmas plans, though. All we right. have a nice vegetarian I'm, Christmas I'm thinking, roast. It'd be great. You know, uh, I could start in London, have Christmas with some friends in London, go back to home, see my parents, and then the same day come to you and get there in time for dessert. 
Is that I could do that? I, even if you allowed. don't want me to, I can turn you up. You could just do it. Just turn up. I mean, what we're going to do? Turn you away? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, like the like the innkeeper turned away Joseph and Mary. That's not going to happen. We're not that. We're not those sort of people. Uh, you can have your baby here, Scott. <laughs> You are. I, was asleep, I was asleep in the manger of your cat, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so a new Christmas story was born. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing for Christmas? What was your plan? Uh, I'm just seeing my parents, I think. Okay. Um, don't want to disappoint my old mother. What about... Oh God, I hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <mom. laughs> My old mother. <laughs> God. What about New Year? You got any New Year plans? Yeah, I think I'm going to... So I've been in London for New Year the past few years. I think I'm probably going to be in Swindon. I've got a lot... I've got some friends in Swindon who um, I like to spend New Year with. And I've not done in a little while. So I'll probably do that. And also I have a good friend in Swindon whose birthday is on Boxing Day. So we normally nice. make a fuss for her birthday. We'll also be doing our... Um... Game of the Year and Game of the Decade. Oh podcasts. yeah, Game of the Decade. Yeah. So the the plan is, um, I think we need it out sort of like the, the first couple of weeks of January, right? We're just doing admin now. Like yeah. this is <laughs> when do you want to do a podcast, Cal? I don't. Well, well, so the plan is at some point over the Christmas season, we're gonna we're gonna launch uh, our Game of the Year podcast. We talk obviously talk about the get best games of this year and also the games we're looking forward to most in the following year. But then we're also going to have to talk about the games of the decade. So we're going to be talking about 10 games each, uh, which mean the most to us and have, or sorry, have meant the most to us of the past 10 years in video games. Not necessarily one from every single year, but just like the 10 that like really stick out as being memorable experiences. Uh, So look forward to that, listeners. We've got some great Nerd Under Geek content coming to you. In early uh, January. In this Christmas Christmas time. You've got to listen to this. (laughs) So... (laughs) I, I, did you? So Spotify launched its um, its rap thing <laughs> this yeah. <laughs> this week, yeah. and some people sent some clips, some some screenshots in of them them having listened to this podcast. Do you know it's possible to listen to over two thousand, like two thousand seven hundred minutes of this podcast this year? That's like yeah, over a day, well, over we do a day episode, of content, not including bonus episodes. We do an episode every two weeks, which I think is at least ninety minutes. Yeah, probably some of them. Version this one longer. might not be. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if we if we put that in the old calculator, yeah, ninety times twenty six. There you go. So that's two three forty. Um. So, but they've listened to more than that, two thousand seven hundred. So you must have done even more. Yeah, we did the bonus episodes as well, or maybe they just listened to podcasts more than once. <laughs> maybe I mean, <laughs> poor souls. If huge, if true. <laughs> Um, there's I, only 1,440 minutes in a day so exactly you know, so that's more than like... nearly two days straight you can listen to us here now listening to this oh also <laughs> Super Saiyan Forecast will return eventually yeah I've um I've been super busy and I've not had time to watch GT yeah so me too we're behind uh, Cal, but do you like video games I do like video games should we talk about video games <laughs> Yeah, all right, we can talk about some video games. Uh, Have you been playing anything the past two weeks? Yeah, a little bit. So I've not done any more Pokemon. At all? No, I've not. I've just not found time for it. Wow, okay. I'm sorry. It's fine. What Um, have you been playing then? I played some Dark Souls. What? I mean, yeah, playing a bit of Dark Souls. Where's this come from? Well, it's me and my friend Will were sitting around um, and we thought, what can we do today? (laughs) He was coming over and we're like, should we play some Dark Souls co-op? And we are like, yeah, go on then. So How do you we do played. Uh, so it's online. So you have to, after you get to a certain point in the game, you get a little item 
which lets you be summoned into other players' games. Okay. And then, um, so he did that. He came into my game. He helped me with a boss. The first, um, not the first boss, but the second boss I was having trouble with. Is that the Gargoyle one? Um, no, that is um, Bridge Demon. It's the first proper boss, to be fair. Okay, right. I'm, I'm bad at games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was it was fun, and we played. And yeah, I might play more. Um, that was a fun experience. It's a good game. Um, it's a good um, game. It's one of the games that I never got into, but I know I would like it. I'm interested in the idea of playing through it entirely co-op, actually, because would that impact the feeling of the game? Because Dark Souls is very a uh, very lonely experience. Like you're in this you're in this dark world that's been ravaged by. I don't know, death and stuff. There's like a there's like a death dragon a which doesn't have any Souls. skin. Also, it, do, it doesn't have any scales and it's blind. There's the a furtive pygmy, <clears throat> so easily forgotten. There's the witch. I think the lion. <laughs> the wardrobe. That wardrobe. You can step through for the secret. The secret thing. Um, that's in, that sounds interesting. I'd I'd be interested to hear more but about. That's how that goes. kind of was made with an on with online as well. So you can leave messages for other players. You see other the ghosts of other players. Yeah. Stuff, so, so you know, it's it's something I've never completed it, but I always enjoyed what I played of Dark mm. Souls. But it's very much one of those games where it gets to a point where I'm like, this is a bit too stressful for me now. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. It's this interesting alone. to compare it with Blasphemous, which is very much a Souls like, but in 2D. And I get on better with those games in 2D. I think. Yeah. M- I maybe my brain that. just can't handle the 3D space. <laughs> Have you played anything else? Uh bit of Stellaris. Nice. Um, so good as ever. Um, and yeah, not much really. It's been it's been really busy. I Nano happened. I did my writing thing successfully. Another nice. novel out. Oh, is it is that, it good? That's, that's not playing. Yeah, if, it's if, no. It's a draft. It's first oh, draft. Can people not um, read it anywhere? It's fun. No, no, definitely not. Never. <laughs> uh, I just want you to know. Scott, I did it. you're on about like releasing the edit the the uncut version of this podcast. Why wouldn't you release your drafts of the story? Yeah. I don't know. Um, Me thinks you're a hypocrite, sir. If you enough people request it, request, you've got to donate first to me. You've got to donate to my GoFundMe because I will incur certain administrative costs. Someone asked me the other day if I'd ever consider doing a Nerd and Geek Patreon, and I don't think enough people, one, listen to this podcast, or two, would even consider paying for it to, to donate to a Patreon. What would um, be sadder? We start a Patreon and no one donates, or we start a Patreon and, like, two people donate, <laughs> and we're raking in, we're raking in, like, £10 per month. I think the two people donating is sadder, because I just feel like that ends up being a pity thing. <laughs> in a way like, or even if it isn't it feels like a pity thing I mean you know what our numbers are I don't so <laughs> I don't look at the numbers okay cool I, I, I barely well, look me, I, we don't know, do this for be, the numbers could be people out there just waiting to donate not after hearing this <laughs> but you know they really want to donate and we're just leaving money on the table yeah you know it no, no I would feel a bit weird about doing a Patreon because I'm not in a position where I can devote any more time to this than I currently do. Yeah, you don't, so, even, do, you don't even do the streams with me, the, the Twitch streams. Yeah, well, I, well, you know, I have kind of a crap internet connection. Yeah, um, yeah. I would like to stream, but I think I need to improve. I need to bring a second monitor down from home as I do have an old monitor I can use. That's a good point. And um, I'll, I sometimes come on stream with you. Yeah, I've got a busy life. I'm you, out. Are a lot, you are a lot busier than I am. You, don't, you do tend to do more things in your I think evenings I'm, I'm just a bit more slightly more extroverted yeah i try and that's, avoid that's, people that's, if i can that yeah, christmas exactly. party last night was was my extroverted moment for the year for, the, mm. for this season <laughs> i'm not going outside again mm. uh have you been watching anything 
have I been watching? Yes, because I'm watching finally um, the fourth season of Legend of the Galactic Heroes. How's that um, Only six episodes away from the end. It's an anime series I tried to get you into and you didn't like it. Uh, Which is still when, weird because I feel like it's something I would or should. I, I feel like. like it just didn't did didn't catch you in the right mood. Yeah, I probably. I think probably another a little later on we'll try and come back to it. Yeah, and, I, um, I agree. Because I think it'd be fun for you to watch. Yes, I am watching. Um, I because I, I kind of watched three seasons. There's only four seasons in total, so I watched three. Um, third was really good, and I kind of wanted a little break, and now I'm back. I've only a few episodes from the end. Uh, fourth season, really good in that show. If you've not watched Legend of Galactic Heroes, it's a very um, popular um, Japanese. It's um, anime. It was a, it was released in Japan as part of a. It was an original video animation, so it came out on home video, not TV. Uh, to Straight start with. to video. Um, yeah, that, well, that was like a Japanese. I think it was more popular in Japan than it was in like the West. Okay. In the West, people think of straight to video as like cheap, but in Japan, I think that format was more. Um, was more used for kind of quality works that may maybe a bit more niche. Okay. Uh, but it's yeah, it was incredible. It's I think on um there's like some anime website like Anime Database is ranked as like one of the best of all time for, by fans. People really like it. Um and yeah, it is brilliant. It ran from nineteen eighty eight, I think, to like ninety eight. Okay, uh, so, so that's a decent chunk over of time. a ten year period, uh, hundred and ten episodes, uh plus a couple of films. Uh, and also like a side story series, which I've not watched yet. Is but, it like Gundam? Um, no, it's um, yeah, I would say it's much more grounded than a lot of anime. It's like science fiction, space opera, um, but it's very focused on like character moments, not like, um, like Gundam and like yeah. But Gundam's about like fighting in mechs, right? Yeah, but I think it's more about the people inside the mechs. Mm, I would say I've not seen Gundam, uh, but I. Would definitely recommend Legend of the Galactic Heroes, and the fourth season is really good. Uh, I say it doesn't quite hit the heights of season three, but season three was really amazing. So that's no black mark against number four, and it's still you know Legend of the Galactic Heroes good. And uh, most importantly, everyone has kept in character until the very end. Okay, and that's pretty good. There, there's no there, so they haven't had. I feel like the story is very much progressing. Out naturally out of what's happened so far and the established characters. No, there's been no massive contrivances. No one's had to act horribly out of character in order to bring things to an end. I think anime is usually pretty good for that. Like I, I tend to find, I tend to watch quite a bit of anime, and I tend to find that the the characters in these shows do stay consistent throughout the series. Like I, I don't, I can't really think of anything that I've watched recently where a character's either completely changed in the last season or to bring a story to the end or become like a parody of itself. You know, like the, the friends problem yeah. where a character they, they, just they becomes... Didn't, they didn't Game of Thrones it. Exactly, yeah. It didn't Game of Thrones it, but they also didn't do the friends thing where a character just becomes what you imagine that character to be, but all the time. So less of a real person and more about a series of catchphrases. Flanderization. Yeah, exactly. That's it, the flanderization of it. That doesn't really happen mm. a lot at, or at all in anime, I don't think. Maybe we just like good shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good, impeccable maybe. Taste. What have you been playing, Cal? You finished that Pokemon. I did finish Pokemon, and that is a really good game. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about some slight issues I have with it, but without spoiling anything. Um, okay. But ultimately, I'm, I will say it's one of my favourite Pokemons. I think it's... Is that one of my favourite Pokemons? One of my favourite Pokemon? Pokemonies. 
Okay, <laughs> one of my favorite maniacs, Pikmin's. Um, that's a different franchise. Uh, that game it, it goes to some pretty cool places. The final couple of hours is really good and actually like like genuinely epic in in a way that you don't really see a lot in these games. In, in a way that sort of harkens back a bit to Black and White Two. You know when like some shit happens in Black and White Two and it like affects things in a oh, big Oh, Pokemon big Black and White Two. Yeah, exactly. I thought you not, meant Peter Molyneux's not Black Peter Molyneux's Black and White Two. Uh. It's I owned not, that, unfortunately. It, Don't ask me quite, why. It's not quite to the scale of Black and White 2, which did things like of towns being frozen over and things. But you certainly get to a bit where you're fighting uh, a pretty big enemy, a, a big po- like a legendary Pokemon, and you try and catch it, and it spits the ball back at you, and the ball, the Pokeball just splits in half. And it's, it's, it's an image I've realised I've not seen in Pokemon mm. before. Like, a Pokeball, even when it doesn't catch it... It sort of just falls. It falls away, you know. Nothing. Nothing really. You don't really see like the the impact on the Pokeball itself. But just this image of the Pokeball splitting in half. I was like, okay, they knew what they were doing here. That's a really powerful image for me. Um, so that was really cool. It doesn't really. It it, it it does a bunch of things different for Pokemon. I think in that there's no real main enemy in the main story. Like even at the end when you do this big like legendary battle and things. The cause of it isn't by like a bad person, so there's no re- there's no real bad guy in Sword and Shield at all, um, and even people you think right now might end up being the bad guy, it just doesn't really happen, which I think is quite interesting, but also a little bit anticlimactic. The issues I have with the story is that it does feel like they've left stuff out. Like I can see some of the arguments of like people suggesting cut content or like there's some corners were cut. I don't necessarily agree with them. Like maybe this is what they were going for. But there's a number of things that happen in the story where something's happening off screen, like some shit's going down, and then the hero Leon says to you, "Hey, don't you worry about this. I'll handle this. You just carry on with yeah. your gym challenge." I've heard there's a bit with like a power plant like explodes yeah. or something, and you think like, "Oh, I've got to go and fight." There, but no, they're just no, like, don't worry about like, it. It's under control. The heroes have got this. You go count with your gym challenge, which in universe makes total sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's it, not the. But also, it's not the, the fun you thing want. you want to do as playing yeah. a video game, is it? Like, it's it's. Um, I'm not sure if they did this because they they ran out of time to do this, or if they were genuinely going for like a like a, you're a kid in this world you're doing this gym challenge there are heroes in this world who are doing these things like separate to you if it was the latter it doesn't quite work if it was the former then it's, it's a shame but i also understand that making video games is difficult especially when you've got deadlines you know some things have to be cut and if it's already some stuff that's in the game you just got you've got to work around it you know like i don't necessarily blame them if that's if that's the case but if the latter is the case and it just falls a little bit flat in my opinion um but otherwise a lot of fun you know you get involved towards the end anyway and it feels good um the music in that game continues to be amazing and probably maybe the best music in the series and it's a real shame i should listen to the music you should listen to the music scott because some of the music is is really good especially in the you end up going back to the forest behind your house, which you did at the start of the game, and there's this very haunting melody under the under the the soundtrack to that, and it's 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 really effective, and it gave me chills a couple of times. Um, some villains show up in the post game, uh, and that's about it. But I, it, the villains who show up in the post game are, are 
ridiculous. Um, and I'm not going to spoil <laughs> them or anything, but they are maybe the the dumbest thing I've seen in Pokemon before. <laughs> it's so stupid, but I'm not going to say what 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 it is. But I'd um still recommend it. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing some of the post game and some sort of start training up my professional team. But yeah, that was that was that was a fun experience. I've also been playing Resident Evil 2 Remake. So oh, I'm, nice. I'm trying to wrap up a few other games that came up this year before we just talk about our Game of the Year stuff. And that was one that has always really interested me. It was 60% off in the Steam sale. So I thought, let's go for it. Let's let's just give it, give it a go. That game's very good. Yeah, I've, I've had a little play of that with a friend Yeah, uh, a few, quite a while ago. It's, but yeah, that was a very good, I think, a standard for like a, what a remake can be. Yeah, it's completely redone from the ground up. It's like it follows the same beats as the Res- original Resident Evil Two, but like obviously it's new graphics, new engine, new everything. Um, that's a scary game. I can't play it on my own. I need to have my girlfriend with me. Like she's not, <laughs> she's just she's not watching. Like she's not sat there just watching the game. Like she's doing her own thing. But I just need her around <laughs> so that I can play through this game and not be completely terrified. Because uh, that is. Yeah, very scary. I'm about halfway through at this point, I think. And mm. from what I understand, Mr. X is going to show up soon, which is like a villain who just follows you throughout the police station for the rest of your playthrough, which is horrifying yeah. to me. Like You yeah. just hear his footsteps every now and then, mm-hmm. and then he'll show up sometimes. But he's always around, basically, which is very scary. I'm not looking forward to getting into like that. that. Yeah. But gameplay-wise, and like it, it looks really great graphically. It plays incredibly well. It runs very well on my PC. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a good, scary game that I'd recommend. Capcom have done a yeah. lot of good things this year. You've got that. You've got Devil May Cry 5. The Monster Hunter World expansion I've not played, but would have loved to, but I've not really got time to do that. Um, Capcom are really firing on all cylinders. It feels like mm-hmm. it feels like they're back, you know? Capcom's mm. back, baby. I'll tell you what. I'll, save, I'll probably save a lot of this for the Games of a Decade podcast, but I did get reminded after watching some YouTube videos uh, that the 3DS is a really great console. Yes, it really is. Really great. Yeah. And so I, when I was home the other week, I recovered mine and I brought it back to London with me. Um, I played some Mario 3D Land. What a game. Um, might what be a game. my game. I'm not going to spoil anything. Uh, might be my game of a decade. Really? 3D Land as opposed to All 3D right. World? We, well, don't, uh, we, we, talk- we can't talk about this right now. We can't okay. talk about this right All now. Right, I'm going to leave that as a cliffhanger. <laughs> Dun, dun, I, dun. I will say that I remember Mario 3D Land, I bought it when I was in Leicester visiting my girlfriend at the time, and I played through it all while she was at university each day. Like, I, I could not put it down. That was that was a heck of a game. Um, yeah. Have I played anything else? Don't think so. No? Uh, okay, I've, I've, been playing, I've been playing more Fortnite. Um, Fortnite Season 2. Okay, last year, Fortnite was on our Game of the Year list, right? And this year yeah. we've got we've got Apex Legends, we've got Tetris 99, it's like Battle Royale games. Can I put Fortnite on there again? Because I'm really, really enjoying Season 2. I've played about 60 hours since it came out. It's really I'm, good. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not the police. Oh, I don't... It feels... Oh, we'll, we'll see. I'll think about it. But that um, that Season 2 update is, is continues to be very good. There's some rumblings of things happening. They're probably going to have a big change to the world very soon. Um, I've been doing all the challenges every single day, every single week that they bring out new challenges as well. Great game, really. Really, Fortnite nice. is as good as ever. <laughs> it's uh, Fortnite's still here, baby. <laughs> um, I need to play a, and then we'll have a couple of games as well. I want to wrap up from my games of the year list. So 
Okay, cool. Let's see. Go on what? and play Children of Mortar. I need to. What, what? What's Children of Mortar? It's like a roguelike story game. 2D, pretty. Looks good. Want to play it? <laughs> Going to do it. There's um, three other games I'd like to play before the end of the year. Uh, there's two quite short ones. So you've got a short hike, which I think is like an hour and a half. It's like a neat little indie game. Sayonara Wild Hearts, which I actually have on my Switch now. And then Outer Wilds, which is not to be confused with Outer Worlds. <laughs> um, those are three games I'd like to play. Mm. Oh, I've also played a little bit of that Halo Reach. Not the story. Oh, yeah. But I jumped which we, in. We, we want to play together. Yeah. We're going to play We're gonna play through the story together, but I jumped on the online. And it's Halo. It's Halo mm-hmm. as you remember it. It's back. I can't do keyboard and mouse in it. I don't know what it is, but I'm like fighting against people online and doing keyboard and mouse. I'm dying instantly. Like people are just really, really good at that game. But I switched to controller and suddenly I'm holding my own Mm. Mm. against people who are obviously using keyboard and mouse as well. So I think I might just be a scrub and use a controller in that game. I'm really looking forward to combat evolved multiplayer. Yeah, that original Halo. Oh yeah, that's gonna be Uh, good. Hopefully, they'll the Massive Collection has it online, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been I remember online. the PC port of Combat Evolved was really good. I don't think it's going to be like the PC port, unfortunately. So I don't Ooh. think it's going to have all those mod levels. Like, you know, the the Halo Online, you could just connect to people's servers and they just had like really random shit thrown yeah. in. I don't think it's going to be like that, unfortunately. Which is a shame. Uh, but um, it'll probably be good. Maybe. But Halo Reach is very good. Um, hmm. I've only played about a couple of hours of it, but the multiplayer is great and I'm a controller scrub playing against PC hmm. keyboard and mouse players. So, sue me. I'm going to be playing through the story and controller as well, <laughs> probably. Um, may- maybe I'll use that to learn to keyboard and mouse, actually. We'll see. We'll play, we'll play it soon. Uh, that's it. That's it. That's everything I've been playing. Has it- there been any news? There's been some news. Uh, we have one, two, three, four, five news stories. I think some stuff happened yesterday as well, but I've not had time to look, so we'll just go with what we've got here. Uh, let's start with... Speaking of things returning, or things being back, Tony Hawk's back, baby. Oh, yeah. Hang on, I've got to allow ads on this website before I can read the before I can read <laughs> the new story. <laughs> uh, refresh. So this is from Games Radar. Professional skateboarder Lizzie Armanto has confirmed that Tony Hawk is working on a new pro skater game. Do you like Pro Skater? I remember playing Pro Skater 2 back in the day. What a game. Um, yeah, sure. Cool. There's a few updates on this. I'll read, I'll read the original story. So Tony Hawk's Pro Skater could be making its long-anticipated return according to new rumours posted online. The gossip derives from industry journalist and verified rumour mill Sabby, who recently revealed that Activision had developed a number of remade prototypes of skateboarding classics Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, and that they were being shared around the company's offices for reasons that are yet to be made clear. Sabby returns to, reports to have been in possession of this information for some time, but wasn't sure whether these demos could prove the existence of entirely new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game, but corroborated sourcing from another journalist, Liam Robertson, now seems to confirm the inevitable the claimed skating franchise is making its long overdue comeback. That could be fun. I've got zero faith that Activision will not turn it into a microtransaction mess. Well, the thing is, so they the last basically the reason people think Tony Hawk's dead, not 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 the real person, uh, the the franchise, the video game franchise is dead, is because they released that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five. I think it was last year or the year before, but it was a mess. Like it was just 
just awful. Um, I think they gave refunds out for it and everything. Uh, it was just like a really bad game. So I think people just considered that to be done forever now. But if they re-release Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, what if they... Because like, Activision have been doing a bunch of that recently. You've got the, the Crash Bandicoot series, which had this... To which uh, they added microtransactions. That was the that was the racing game, not the actual sure. main okay. game. Uh, you've got Spyro series, which was also re-released. So the, the remaster they've been doing is like Resident Evil 2, where it's completely overhauled. So same game, but graphics-wise, completely overhauled. It's not like an upscale. It's just completely new graphics. I could see them doing that for Tony Scott Talks Pro Skater 1 and 2. Like, could you imagine that? That'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah, I guess so. That'd be pretty I good. I just hope they don't add microtransactions into it after release like they did with the Crash Team Racing. I would think, if I, if I was smart... Oh, sorry, hang on, let me rephrase this. If I was Activision and I was smart about this, which they won't be... Um, I would do a Fortnite-style battle pass. Like the way the Fortnite handles microtransactions is pretty good. You can buy specific content every single day. It's so like new costumes and things every mm, single day but, if you want to. Or mm, there's a battle pass mm, where you earn things as you mm, go along. But micro, the Fortnite is like what issues of Fortnite's microtransaction store? What's, what are they? Uh, like it, well, obviously, like all of these games, it is designed to drive you in to buying these things. And especially like the limited time uh, yes. costume deals. Yeah, is meant to like get you to I can, exercise your f- millennial FOMO. I can appreciate that. Um, it's better than loot boxes, though. Yeah, but because you're what seeing what you're getting, there. which is is, I think game companies are still learning how to do microtransactions. I think this is certainly better than it was. I think they're learning how to fuck you better. <laughs> Please, um, <laughs> <laughs> update to that rumor. Uh, They've seemingly been confirmed via a resurfaced interview from October where professional skateboarder Lizzie Armanto spoke on the Nine Club podcast last month. Uh, She was asked about her appearance in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 before stating that he's coming out with another one and I'll be in that too. Uh, That podcast has since been scrubbed of that particular question. Uh, The podcast still remains up, but that question and answer has been removed, which is not suspicious at all. Yeah! Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of other remakes, what have we got next? Um, Final Fantasy VII remake. Hang on, let me get let me get this news up. <laughs> You've not researched this. I have. Uh, I say that like I ever contribute any news stories. Stories. <laughs> um, ahead of the launch of the Final Fantasy VII remake on March third, twenty twenty. Members of the development team have shared their unique personal thoughts and insights about both the original game and bringing the reimagining of the iconic RPG to life. Uh, I'm not going to go into through all of this, but they talk about how they want to do... They think that they're going to start moving through on the second one straight away, which is good, I guess. Um, I, I thought, don't know anything about Final Fantasy. What at all? Not really. So Final Fantasy VII, you've got a guy called Cloud... Um, it's, it's about capitalism, right? It's about industrialism, environmentalism. Yeah, they're fighting against yeah. the, the people who are just sucking the energy from the life planet. Cloud, big sword. Big sword, spiky hair. Uh, Sephiroth kills Aerith. That's, yeah. Spoilers. Big spoiler there for a 20-year-old game. For a 20-year-old <laughs> <For> game. 22-year-old <laughs> game. <laughs> 22-year-old game. Um, Sephiroth. You've got Barrett, who is maybe a racist caricature. Um, you've got Aerith. Slash Eris, depending on which one you play. I think it's officially Eris, but Eris was the mistranslation of the name. Oh, fucking no. Uh, you've got Tifa, who's 
punches people. She's pretty good. And you've got this um, this dog thing called Red 13, uh, who's like an alien, I think. Or he's, he's like a magical dog. He could talk. I'm not I'm not making this up. <laughs> I'm I might have, I can't quite remember, played a pirated version of this game, like fans translated into Farsi <laughs> in two thousand and one. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't know I don't know, maybe. What do you mean you don't know? Well, I remember I've clear memories of being uh, visiting Iran and uh with like a distant cousin playing you know like all the parents all the adults like having fun and they put us you know in a room with a playstation not as um not, not as um sad as that <laughs> like we go off and play games or whatever my relative had a playstation um obviously uh i think because of trade restrictions like you know obviously like illegally imported into iran um and uh obviously it was pirate it was chipped so it had all sorts of kind of pirates and um, there is some Japanese Darn. RPG uh, that was, I think it was PS1 era, that was um, there was a lot of translated them. into Farsi. Which, yeah, which so one? I'm, Do you know which one it was? Oh, I'm, no, because all the details I have could be any RPG. I remember yeah. walking through a town and there's, there's a lot of random battles. Yeah, that's that's all a JRPGs. It, yeah. it was from the PlayStation era now. now nowadays, JRPGs um, have enemies in the over- overworld so you don't really get random battles yeah, anymore. so i i do not know okay <laughs> good i will never know 2001 hmm yeah it could be a lot of them um i don't know what this news story was it had a headline but i think it's been changed so what the, the final fantasy 7 remake the one i just the linked just then the, the one we we're just talking about i can't really remember what the news story was because i think it's All been right, changed it's done. since i say just move on okay pokemon yeah, they're launching a legal battle against the Sword and Shield leakers. Yeah, um, they've subpoenaed Discord and 4chan uh, to try and basically to sort of get trying to get the real world identity so they can properly sue the people who leaked this game due to damage to basically they're saying it caused damage, which I probably agree with. Like, usually I'm sort of like, okay, whatever. That that seems a bit like loose you're just trying to get someone for leaking your game but in this scenario considering that the pokemon subreddit is still a massive dumpster fire of shit of people just dunking on this game because it's sort of just snowballed from this from these initial leaks where people were just shown this stuff out of context of things that they didn't like i would probably agree that this stuff probably did cause some damage to the game and the franchise as a whole would you um, i know it is i'm obviously i'm not a legal expert and also it depends you know what you have to prove in terms of damages depends on what jurisdiction you're in so whether they'd be suing these people in the us or uh japan or whatever or um you know then home countries uh i you it's quite tough to prove like concrete damages of course yeah. especially especially as sword and shield was so successful like it's pretty hard to say like well if not for these leaks we would have sold even more like yeah it's quite it's quite hard to do that in like a legal way yeah so you know um but in I mean, terms if, of- if you're looking like so a, a reddit a subreddit designed just for this franchise now suddenly being so against this franchise because of these yeah. out of context leaks that does suggest some sort of like yeah. Even if but, but imma- how, even how, if immaterial, some sort of like just yeah. But how, how do you whole. translate that into monetary damages? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. You can't. 
Yeah. yeah. There's, you, it's very difficult to be like, well, these people who would have bought the game, you know, if, if it hadn't been a leak, and that's very difficult to prove. Yeah. Now didn't because of this specific thing uh, this person did. Um, in terms of, like, subpoenaing these um, online services to uh, discover the real-world identities of, like, users, that's... um. Yeah, not sure how I feel about that. No? Yeah, I don't know. It sets kind of a dangerous precedent if these companies can just kind of um, freely like discover the online identities of people they don't like. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess I so. It's, it's, it's a tricky one. But other companies have tried. Other people have tried. and um, you Usually, know, we'll usually these, these firms tend to stick like hard and say, like, no, we're not giving you this information. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, so it's four chan. So we'll see you, if you a Pokemon pro- company can be. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens with four chan, which is a whole mess anyway. The idea of some any anything legal going on with four chan is is crazy to me. But um, certainly Discord, they can't really. Can they afford a legal battle right now? <laughs> can yeah, they afford maybe to not. say no? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. With that I. I. Th- I I would just personally, I just, I would just love to see the the sub the Reddit babies um get some sort of comeuppance to the, all the shit they've been going on about. But also, I'm realised that they're not actually the ones being sued or the ones leaking it. Um, I just want them to stop whining. <laughs> just uh, shut up. Just, just shut up. You got things like say people putting reviews on Reddit like. After 947 hours with the game, I think it's bad. <laughs> You're like, God, dude, you've played it for almost a thousand yeah. hours. Give it a... You, you clearly like it, you know? Or, Just admit it. Yeah. What, what's Pokemon Guy up to on YouTube? <laughs> I have no idea. I'd be interested in knowing. Do you want to find that? Just let me know what his latest thing is. Yeah. Uh, um, I'll get the next news story up. Did you ever have a Steam controller? No, but I heard, so they've, they've decided, oh God, that's a loud bit of music. Uh, they, <laughs> so they decided to stop making them. And when it went down to four pounds, I tried to buy one. And um, it was sold out, right? But it was sold out. I couldn't. Um, <laughs> okay. So um, let's have a look. Um, when did Sword and Shield um, come out? So I think when we last checked in... <laughs> Uh, we had the most recent video, which was before a couple of days before um, the release of Sword and Shield. Official release, yeah. Uh, because let's have a look. Yeah, th- th- that one's thirteenth of November. When did Sword and Shield come out? A couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but what date? I don't know. All right, cool. Sixteenth. <laughs> I think. I think the fifteenth. It says, "Don't defend the Pokemon Sword and Shield lies." And I love the picture for this because it has Pokemon Sword and Shield the logos, and then big text saying, "Do not defend it." <laughs> uh, so, when was this um, video released? That was for, this video was released for thirteenth of November. Okay, which I think was the day before. That was a couple of days before the launch, I think. Okay, and then we have. Um, Gotta meet this guy before the video comes on. Um sixteenth <laughs> of November, couple of days after, he says fourteen a fourteen minute video, why Pokemon Sword and Shield wasn't so great. Okay, so you had a day to play it. Uh then we have the new Pokemon anime is weirdly emotional. So oh, he's moved on to the anime now. God. And then the picture is a Pikachu. Oh, I think it's like a right what's the small Pikachu? Pichu. Pichu. Pichu Pichu. And it's just the text weirdly upsetting. <laughs> Uh, then, do Pokemon Sword and Shield prove that all hope is lost? Yeah, no, not, uh, why so, not, Pokemon not just Sword for Pokemon, Shield, but in general. Yeah. 
just uh, that was that world. was only a four minute video. Another four minute video. Uh, why Pokemon Sword and Shield needs serious help. He's running out of stuff to say, to complain about. Uh, and then most recent one six days ago, the new Pokemon anime isn't what I expected. Okay. I I'm interested in knowing like what one what he was expecting. And two, whether this is a good or a bad thing. Yeah. So the Pokemon anime, the new one has an androgynous lead, uh, and there's all okay. the rumors that they might be gay. Damn. But he's really gone. He's not getting hundred k views anymore on his videos. He's lucky if he gets five or six k. Jeez, what? He's, he's <laughs> got to think of something fast. Got to think of something new to be mad about. Move over to Sonic. Those those guys will watch anything. Yeah. Anything to do with Sonic. Sonic fans are... Uh, are... I feel really sad for this guy because up until six months ago, it looks like his channel like had a bunch of different content on it. Um, he did some Sonic videos, apparently, but they didn't of hold. He did. <laughs> so it had like a bunch of different um, content on it, doing all the different games. And since then, it's just been Pokemon videos because he realised that it got him some views and he won't stop now. Maybe we should try that. Oh, you just want to make an anti-Pokemon? No, I mean, let's, let's do a pro-Pokemon one, because I think that's probably going to get even more like views than negative ones at the moment, because people yeah. rush to be like, actually, you're wrong. You're wrong for liking this game. So, the Pokemon, Steam Controller's gone. Steam Controller. Uh, Valve has discontinued the Steam Controller. Uh, when people when Valve put it for, on for £4 at the latest sale, people thought, like, okay, they're getting rid of stock to release a new iteration of it or something. But nope, um, they've just announced that it's going to be discontinued from now on and they will no longer be manufacturing the gamepad, which it launched in 2015. Uh, for those who don't know, the Steam Controller has a joystick and then two haptic pads, which is like a, like like mouse pads in a way, where you can control different things with them and you can customise it with loads of different buttons to it's basically very play games however you want with this controller so you can either use the the mouse pad as as a mouse or a joystick or or lots of different things i really like the steam controller but it is a nightmare to customize i don't want to spend (laughs) i have it i own one i use it sometimes i've not used it as much as other controllers like i'm more likely to plug in my ps4 controller to the pc than i am the steam controller which could i could just connect wirelessly um it's Getting it to work in each game just feels like a a needless hassle because you have to find either create your own customization or you can search other users' customizations and choose like a popular one. But even then it's like you don't know if it's gonna be completely perfect or if it's gonna like work particularly well. Sometimes games are released where the developers do their own customization, but that's not really happened in a long time now. It's a shame because I think a completely customizable controller has got legs like i think that's an interesting thing but i just don't th- and unless the games are like designing themselves around that you it just ends up with the games not working as well as they would do if you're just using yeah, a regular controller valve also recently has opened up like a lot of controller support for steam yes I exactly think it supports nearly every controller now exactly so, so. it's it's having a customizable controller maybe mm. isn't as necessary as it as it could have been it's a neat idea it's an it's an it's a really cool controller i'm glad i have one I could see why it didn't take off though, because <laughs> spending an hour before you play a game to customize a controller isn't fun. Some people's idea of fun. I, I quite like doing it, to be honest. But, <laughs> but like in terms of like 
everyday people. But how many times did you spend an hour customizing the controller and be like, now I've got my perfect build, and then you just didn't play the game? Well, yeah, that, that certainly happened a couple of times. Or what happens with me, it's the same with like graphics options in games and things, and why I do sometimes prefer to play games on consoles versus PC. Because I'm constantly thinking about like, oh, could I change this one thing? Would it be better if I change this one thing? Like I'm constantly looking out for flaws in things that I've set up myself because I'm like, oh, what if it's what if it's not the perfect experience? You know, like I'm a real stickler for that sort of thing, mm. and it ruins things for me. Okay. The when I played through The Witcher Three, I kept on changing the graphic settings all the time because it wasn't like a completely flawless set frame rate or anything, and I I probably spent half my time on that game or maybe like a quarter of the time in that game just changing graphic settings over and over which is <laughs> it's no way to live scott it's no way to live now i've got some uh, advice for you go on 999 every time i don't know what that means max settings every time mate that's not how it works it. You, you, your pc can't always run max settings just just set your resolution to um six six hundred by four eighty, <laughs> and then then it will run quite easily. <laughs> You're very right. Uh, we have one more news story, which is the one I'm most excited about. Mario Maker Two's got an update. Whoop, 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 whoop. I've been saying recently that I think that Mario Maker Two has been getting a little bit stale. I play it every single Sunday on stream, and I've started to see like the same levels over and over. Like I'm doing the same stuff week in week out, which is which is cool. It's still like imaginative levels. But I felt like I've seen it all already, which after like a hundred hours of the game, isn't so bad. Um, but they're releasing an up. They've released an update uh, on Thursday, which brings a bunch of new um, abilities and things to the game, such as P blocks and dash blocks from Super Mario 3D World, as well as new enemies Spike and Pokey. Pokey's the the uh, like the 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 cactus worm. The one that stands upright from Super Mario okay. World, you know, mm-hmm. you know it. You do. Uh, I do. I know. But, I know it. But they also right. they've also brought in uh, the Master Sword, which turns you into a Link from Legend of Zelda, and yes, gives and you get Link powers, a load of Link powers. So basically, it turns it into Zelda Two Maker because you, it's, yeah. it's like playing like the side scrolling bits in Zelda Two, which is pretty cool. Um, That's pretty good. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to playing a bunch of Zelda levels this tomorrow when I, when I do my stream but this is a uh, really exciting great a great do you think this is a portent of things to come do you think they're going to do other makers maybe not I, I don't i don't know i could see them maybe this being a a nail in the coffin for is that a phrase you know a final yeah. nail in the coffin for maybe the idea of a zelda maker because if they're bringing it into mario that suggests that they're not doing a zelda maker elsewhere right so I think this actually suggests that they're not going to be doing other things, but probably more just trying to make Mario Maker a more universal um, mm. thing. I could see them maybe bringing a Kirby thing into Mario Maker, so suddenly you get Kirby abilities and stuff. Or, you know, like, what if they bring other characters and give them, bring in their abilities mm. and, like, stuff into yeah. into this game? I could see that being quite good. Because uh, in the previous Mario Maker, you could get costumes, but it didn't change how the game played. So you could be dressed as any character, but you you're still playing Mario. Whereas this changes it completely. You've got like his shield, you've got his bombs, you've got his arrows, and his sword, obviously. Um, there are even different coloured link tunics for in multiplayer. I mean, I'm excited. Uh, also, there's this new speedrun mode, which does like a Super Meat Boy style thing, where you see the ghosts of other players as you're running through the levels. So oh, you can see, like, all, I think it's like 99 other players, you can just see what they're, how they did. And you're playing like against them in the speedrun type mode, which is really cool. 
so yeah, that's that's really exciting times. Uh, so Mario Maker, Mario Maker's back, baby. <laughs> well, so you can see that on the stream tomorrow morning. If I mean, if like, right, no, this wait, if you're well enough. This podcast goes, goes up on Monday. Yesterday oh, yeah. morning, <laughs> you could, or next Sunday, you can see this the coming this coming Sunday, every Sunday at eleven a.m. GMT. For or maybe you've seen it already. Super Mario Sunday with me. That's twitch.tv slash nerd and or geek. Please come and watch me on Sunday. Um, That's into the news. Do you got any questions? We've got one question. One question. All right, uh, I'm up for one question. Slow question week. Um, This question comes from Rebecca and she says, what's the best and worst chocolate in a celebration's Quality Street or Heroes Chocolate Tub. So if you do, they have they don't have this in other countries, right? So if you're listening outside of the UK, uh, Celebrations, Quality Streets, Heroes, they're, do they not? I don't think. Well, well, they probably have some sort, but they don't really have a lot of English chocolate over there, do they? Oh, right, it's one part of British culture I like. Exactly. Yeah. So it's um, it's a selection box of different chocolates, so different brands of chocolate. So for example, in Celebrations, you've got like Mars bars, Twixies, uh, Galaxy bars, but like very micro versions. Whereas in like a, I think a yeah. roses you've got like strawberry cream, like chocolate with like strawberry fillings and stuff, which is the best one, by the way. Um, you've got like a big like nutty chocolate and stuff. It's it's basically selection boxes of different brands, but like micro versions of those. And Quality Street is the same, but with a different chocolate. Yeah, Quality Street and roses. Is are they the same thing? I mean, they're different brands, different, slightly different variants, but I would say basically, they're basically the same, thing. right? Okay, well, let's go through it. So, start with celebrations. Rebecca's question was or, so I think we only need to answer one. Each. I think we should look. I think we should look at each box. We've got some time to kill. All right, celebrations. Obviously, it's a Malteser. What? The best. Obviously, yeah. No. Why? What's the best? Hang on, I'm getting up a list of what's in the box. It used to be the Galaxy Truffle, but they took those they out. Did take those out? Okay. So now it's a Malteser. Uh, what choc- Which chocolates are in celebrations? Currently, co- currently consists of up. Mars, Bounty, Snickers, Galaxy, Galaxy Caramel, Twix, Malteser, Teasers, or Milky Way. Yeah, best Maltesers, uh, <sighs> worst Twix. No, you're you're very wrong here. This is the this is maybe the worst answer you've ever given for anything. <laughs> like I know it's your opinion and everything, but this is very wrong. No, why? What are you saying? The idea that you suggest that Twix is the worst is just yeah. bizarre. No, to it me. is because I'll t- I'll tell you why. Go on, tell me I'll why. Tell, tell me why. why. Tell me why. When you shrink it down to that small, the ratio of biscuit to caramel to chocolate is way off. It's still better than a bounty though. No, Bounty is nice. Bounty's the worst I like chocolate. Bounty. No, I like Bounty. No. I like coconut. No. No one yeah. wants coconut in these chocolates. I, li- I like coconut. They I completely like it. ruins Give it. Give me all your Bounty. And it's good because you always get the Bounties out of the celebrations. Yeah, because no one else wants them. Yeah, exactly. If we're looking at... Okay. Rebecca asked... Let me just double check what the question was. She said, what is the best? Not what's your opinion of the yeah, best. And what no, is the best and, I and answered, worst? I answered correctly. No, it's your no, you you've answered wrong. I am um, objectively okay. Objectively, Scott, if all yeah. of the bounties are always left because no one wants them, they're the worst chocolate. No, it's good. People are we can't trust people, Carl. <laughs> We're gonna find that out this Thursday. <laughs> oh god, don't remind me. Um 
Twix I can't believe the worst. I'm bogged down. Yeah, because the ratios are off. The ratios are but off. The ratios are still there. It's not no, perfect. No, the ratios are different to the main chocolate. Twix, full size Twix. I'll eat it. Lovely. Mini Twix, bit too much biscuit. Look, the, the ratios biscuit, are off for the any mini not chocolate. Shrunk. Any the mini chocolate has shrunk the, has in the... a correspondent way. This is to the caramel and the chocolate and the chocolate. It's this is happened. podcast ending. This I'm not for doing another podcast with you again. I thought you were my friend. And you can't deny. You come out with the Twix, this. The, the, ra- the ratios are off. This on the mini Twix. Horrible vitriol towards for celebrations. Oh, this is bouncy above. Look, Snickers is worse than Twix. No. Where would you? Okay, let's let's rank them. So you've got Maltesers <laughs> at the top. Yeah. I've personally got Galaxy Caramel at the top, or regular Galaxy. Mm. I'll probably put those like a side by side. I could I could see. Okay, I'll I'll let you have Maltesers at the top. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll concede that Maltesers is very good. It's very satisfying to eat. It's got a good crunch to it because it's not like a normal Malteser. That's the only one that's like different to its regular one. I think like completely different. And Maltesers teaser is is. It's a it's a good thing. Okay, then obviously you got Galaxy and Galaxy Caramel. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay, then Mars. Yeah, I think Mars and Milky Way are kind of tied. Oh, no, Mars is, but Mars is more satisfying than Milky Way. Oh, Milky Way is I'll, too I'll give you. I'll give you Mars. Mars is for Caramel. Then Milky Way. Okay. Then Twix. Mm, no. <laughs> Where would you like place Bounty in well. this? Milky Way, then Snickers, um, Bounty, and oh, Twix. Bounty's not... I didn't say Bounty was my favourite, but I do like the coconut, and I will eat them over it. Okay, Twix. can we agree then to put Bounty and Twix? Even though I'm very against the idea of Twix being solo down, <laughs> can we put Bounty and Twix on the bottom rung together? Okay, sure. Okay, cool. Okay, this is... This, this is a... Um, this is... <laughs> instead of a Game of the Year... Argument, but this is, this is... next time we see next time we see each other early next year, we'll buy a box of celebrations. You eat all the Twixes, I'll eat all the bounties. Deal. Are we good? <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> let me find out what's in the quality street. Uh, quality. <laughs> Are street. we doing this to every one of them? It's not many. It's only like four. We've got we've got like twenty minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are the chocolates in a quality street? Uh, current, oh, you've got the purple one, which is milk chocolate filled with hazelnuts and caramel. The green triangle, milk chocolate filled with hazelnut praline. Uh, toffee finger, strawberry delight. We're not doing a whole ranking of this. There's too many in here. Caramel swirl, milk chocolate block, orange chocolate crunch, orange cream, fudge, coconut eclair, the worst one, toffee penny, <laughs> chocolate caramel brownie, lemon zing, crispy truffle bites, green in a bottle. Uh, and matchmakers, you made those last five up. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the, la- the last ones are only in certain boxes. So crispy truffle bite is exclusive to John Lewis stores. Damn, lemon zing is only in the fruit creams box. I didn't realize that there were. There, I didn't realize there was exclusives yeah. in in the quality <laughs> street <laughs> pre-order exclusives. <laughs> wow, am I going to go to John Lewis and try the crispy truffle bite? Because <laughs> that sounds like a galaxy uh, truffle, right? Yeah, I want to go with. Um, I like the. This is, this is the, the best one, yeah. Oh, okay. okay go for the best one. Um, I forgot what they all are now. <laughs> um, I'm going with. I'm going with the caramel. The caramel is very nice. I think that's a good choice. Caramel as well. Uh, yeah. I'm going with the strawberry cream 
Okay. Or the orange cream. Mm. I love. I like the toffees as well. I like the covered in chocolate. Mm. They're, toffees they're are good. fine. The worst one is either the purple one because I don't like nuts at all. So obviously I've always avoided that. But I think worse than the purple one is probably the green triangle, the one with hazelnut praline. Green triangle is just kind of nothing. The purple one though is like chocolate and like some caramel, but then just like a rogue hazelnut in the center. Yeah, weird. And it was always just like, eh. It gets a bit soft as well with all that caramel. So you just kind of bite into it. It's like, eh. But it is also sort of like a, it's it's the That's purple fair. one, you know. You can't, you can't, you've got to give it some sort of. Are you saying it's too big to fail? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can't take it away cool. from it. Uh, the green triangle is definitely awful. I think. Roses are the same, but caramel rose is good. Roses are the same, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Was, okay, this carries across to the roses as well. The toffee penny I don't really like. Um, yeah, it's just toffee. It's all right. It's good when you're down to the last rungs of a box. No, uh, I think that's when it's worst. Toffee finger as well. I don't really like toffee, I don't think. Going to give you a controversial opinion. Go on. Cadbury's chocolate is not very good. Whoa. And that's why roses are worse than Quality Street. Whoa. Wait, who 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 makes Quality Street? Uh, I think it's Nestle. Well, they're not very good either. They're, they're... No, I mean, no, <laughs> no, no company, you could, no ethical consumption of the capitalism definitely got off roses of Quality Street as chocolate selections. But as far as, I'm, as far as as far as I'm aware, Cadbury don't steal water to sell it back to people in drought. Okay, <laughs> as far as I'm aware, Merry Christmas. Uh, the question was not most ethical chocolate. <laughs> You're right. You're very right. Uh, what was the the last one? Is um, Heroes. Okay, so Cadbury Heroes. Oh, I don't know anything about miniature heroes. You must know something. I mean, they're just like mini chocolate bars, aren't they? They're the same as like the Nestle ones. So it's the same as celebrations apart from Cadbury stuff. Cadbury. So you've got Cadbury Fudge. You've got Dairy Milk Caramel. Dairy Milk. Whisper. Twirl. Cream Egg Twisted. Eclair. Double Decker. Or Crunchy. Probably go with Twirl. I'm a Whisper guy, but I could also see Twirl as well. Twirl's a very good I like good Twirls choice. in real life Yeah, as well. Whisper's my favourite chocolate in real life. <laughs> in real life. In, in normal size <laughs> in normal chocolate size. life. <laughs> in regular size life, where we're not giants. Yeah, chocolate selections aren't real life. <laughs> no. They're, chocolate selections are ones we've stolen from the miniature people. The, the, the fairies <laughs> at the bottom of the garden. We just gathered them all from there. Um, yeah, I'm a Whisper guy. Uh, I could see... I'm so glad they reintroduced the whisper into society. Whisper's great. Uh, mm. My my go-to for lunch, by the way, is a sandwich, a, pa- a packet of paprika, Walker's paprika, paprika Max, a whisper bar, and a Red Bull. And I tend to eat a bit of the red whisper Ooh. bar, have it have the chocolate taste in my mouth, and then drink some Red Bull. And for some reason, the, the flavors go really well together in, my, in for and me. I'm, when I'm getting that meal deal, I'll get those whispers, dip them in a coffee. Yeah, a that's, a good, that's a good choice as Especially well. Especially a whisper caramel. Whisper caramel is really good. Whispers are very good chocolates to, to have with drinks. Mm. Not all oh, chocolates are. Whisper now. Whispers are. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I might go out and get a whisper. <laughs> so, what's your ideal lunch, so- Scott? <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your go-to lunch in what context you know you're, you're at work oh tesco meal deal tesco's got the best meal deal i obviously uh you always get the most expensive sandwich yeah. you get the most maximum value uh so probably it'd be the all-day breakfast or maybe the um chicken club the wraps actually the chicken wraps club, are even but, more expensive huh? you want to go for the wraps mate 
Uh, some it depends. Sometimes the wraps are equal. I know those all day breakfast sandwiches are two seventy five. Okay, uh, outside the meal deal wraps. They did do the air wraps for a while, which were wraps with a thin wrap and big filling. That was good. Yeah, uh, they've discontinued those now, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, uh, that the, the the cheese triple was a good one. Um, and then um, it's the the chocolate uh, for the second part of the meal deal, followed up with like a drink. Probably the most expensive drink you can get. Usually a smoothie, then, right? Yeah, usually. And then get a coffee. Yeah. Okay. I like it. All right. It's, it's, so, interesting, hmm. it's interesting to me that you've got these sandwiches that are £2.75, but you've got a £3 meal deal. Hmm. Do they reckon they just increase the price of the sandwich to make it seem like it's a better value? Yeah, probably. And then people who buy it separately so, just so, get screwed Sainsbury's over. have the worst meal deal. Yeah, I agree with that. They've actually removed a bunch of things from the meal deals recently. Yeah. Half the sandwiches aren't even on the Ridiculous. meal deal. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I'm glad there's not a Sainsbury's near me when, I, when, exactly. I'm, when I'm on my lunch. Um, well, that's, been, that's been fun. <laughs> this is, it's been a weird podcast. Uh, that's all I've got, unless you've got any questions you want to ask. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm happy to end it there. We got, another, um, we got another podcast in before Christmas. We have. God knows what we're going to do there. <laughs> Maybe we should make It'll that our game Christmas of the year special. one. I don't know. What, what are we going to do with the Christmas one? I will figure it out. Look, there's going to be there's going to be no news between now and then. Um, <laughs> I think we're going to have to actually play some video games. Okay, we'll give that a go. To talk about them. We'll try that. <laughs> Maybe think of some Christmas questions as well. Let's have a Christmas if discussion. You... Okay. Originally, this podcast enjoy... was meant to have a set topic each episode, and I got rid of oh, that yeah. after the first episode because I realized <laughs> we can't talk about one topic for an hour. <laughs> it's just not possible. It just gets to a bit where we're, we're both just sort of like. Yeah, so this is good, and that's good about it. Um, yeah, I very much ditched that very quickly. Okay. But maybe we can make the next one a bit more Christmas-themed. Maybe. Very big maybe. Okay. Uh, All right. I, I hope you enjoyed... If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, God help you. <laughs> if, if you'd like to tell us what your favourite sandwiches or meal deals are, please email nerdandorgeek at gmail.com. Oh, it's Christmas. Follow nerdandorgeek on Instagram and also yeah. on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at SuperCatDad. Scott can't be followed anywhere. Uh, I've been Cal Doughty. I've been Scott Hunter. Have, Hope you. This is a casual podcast. Have a great couple of weeks and we'll see you Love soon. you. Goodbye. Bye.